you are in the perfect place at the divine time to be touched by a horse. Here's your hosts, Melissa Pierce and Dane Cheek. Well, hi, everybody. It's Melissa. And this is Dane. And we're so happy to be back with you. So we've been busy traveling and and all kinds of things. I did want to share that I'm in the midst of a brand new experience turning my What in the Heck is Gestalt book into an audible book. And I decided to do the reading and the speaking of it myself, and I'm having it professionally produced, and it'll be out any day now. What in the Heck is Gestalt, wherever you get your audible books. So that's been a fun experience. I hear you. And uh, yeah, for you to be on Audible is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. It it does feel good. And I'm going to see how it does. And maybe I'll do some of my other books in that process as well. And the guy who produced it for me, Brett Wilson, was fantastic to work with. And so really, really happy about that and managed to get that done somehow in the midst of all these other things <laughs> since Summit. So uh, you and I had a trip to one of my favorite farms in the United States. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) You'd been there before, of course. It is a farm in Woodstock, Illinois, owned by a dual graduate of ours. She graduated uh, in our equine gestalt coaching program and then came back and did the master's called the gestalt coaching program and a phenomenal phenomenal person and and uh, farm and and coach and everything else her name is linda bruce and her farm if anybody wants to look it up on the internet it's worth looking up it's soulful prairies and it's in a really cool town called woodstock now you had been to woodstock i had not right yeah, to the town of Woodstock. Right. What, I'd been yeah. to Linda's, right, but right. I usually fly right. in or we took the motor home and went right to her place. So I hadn't seen the town, but we went a whole day extra, flew in. Flying's not my favorite thing, but we flew in and uh, Chicago Airport's pretty cool. That was nice. And then drove, rented a car and drove to Woodstock. And what a gorgeous time of year there. It was so pretty, yeah. really pretty very green. Colorado, while Colorado is a beautiful state, it is it doesn't have the moisture that Woodstock, Illinois has. So everything is so green and huge trees. And I, I love all that. It was fun. Yeah. And the town is, has this big square in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The town town square. square. Yeah. Yeah. Town square. So there was a movie made there and I never remember the name of the movie. Uh, I, I forget. Is it Groundhog Day? Groundhog Is that Day. the one? Yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure that was it. With Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yes. Right. I love Bill Murray. He he definitely is somebody that I laugh a lot when I watch him. And um, so, yeah, so you could see the gazebo that they used in the movie and the really sweet, sweet, sweet little town square that's there. And then all the buildings look pretty old, but nicely kept, like 150-year-old buildings, but really nicely kept. And we made it to, because uh, we came in a day early, we made it to a movie theater. So I said, we got to go to their little movie theater. It's so cute. So we went in there. Should we confess what movie we saw? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Why yeah. not, right? So there was nobody in the theater. They had four movies playing. And the only one that was starting at a good time for us was a kid's movie called Paw Patrol about all these dogs that are on police 
Paw Patrol, I guess. It was pretty funny, and we laughed like kids. Somehow or another, I didn't sleep in this one. You know, usually I'm sleeping in every one of those, every one of the movies. <laughs> what does that tell about you, that I take you to adult movies? Well, not adult, but you yeah. know what I mean. In movies designed for adults, and you sleep. But I take you to a children's movie, and you stayed awake. I don't know. Maybe what does that say about you? Kid, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. a kid at heart, right? A kid at heart. <laughs> it was so fun, and we laughed and laughed. We were the only ones in the theater and so we we laughed um, at all the punky jokes and all the funny stuff. And it's not that funny of a movie, but we were having fun. And uh, we went to their craft studios and just kind of played in the town, had some Mexican yeah. food yeah. and just kind of played around before going to Linda's. Now, when we go to Linda's every time I, I tell her and she knows this, I tell her it's like stepping inside Pinterest. This is 80 Acres of gorgeous land with uh, beautiful pine trees and a big pond. And it's amazing. And she had collected a lot of materials over the years going to secondhand stores, looking for things that were 80 to 100 years old, thinking that someday she would build this dream facility. And now she has. And so everything on it is old and yet new. It is fascinating and really such a fun place yeah, to be at well so done. very very well done and you appreciate a lot of the workmanship right oh, because yeah, because yeah. of what it's, you it's do yeah so then we stay in a cabin and do you know i don't know what the square footage of that cabin is yeah maybe it's a thousand Ti square foot. oh it's tiny yeah. it's smaller yeah. than that but it's a cabin and i think it was brought to illinois from wisconsin if i remember the story and a guy who kind of headhunts antiques sometimes for linda found it and took it apart uh log by log and numbered all these boards and logs of this two-story cabin to put it back together again. But the amazing thing, it's its nowhere near a thousand feet. It's two story and a family in the 1800s and early 1900s lived in it. And a mom and a dad raised 11 sons in this cabin. Boy, did that place stink. <laughs> it had to. It had to. All of that boy smell on farmer boys had to be kind of overwhelming. I kept thinking the mom must have had a hammock a good ways away from the cabin to just rest occasionally. I hope she did. But it's really sweet, and it sits on Linda's land, and uh, we get privacy there, and we enjoy staying there, and it's it's always really a treat to be there. And we sleep really good in that cabin. Yeah, we sleep really good. We, I it's, don't know uh, what it it is yeah. but we just sleep really really good in that cabin so yeah so it's a lot of fun to do and Linda's the consummate hostess and on Saturday night training starts on Wednesday and there's so much about the training but on Saturday night everybody's ready for kind of a cathartic release and a great time of camaraderie and her upstairs above her horse stalls her upstairs of her barn, which is very tall, is this sort of multi-purpose wood floor, beautiful room with a view out to her lake and a table that is, how many feet long is a table? Uh, maybe 15 feet. Oh, I was thinking it was longer than that. So it sat all of us with plenty yeah. of room. And I've seen her add 
petitions to that table to make it the length of that whole barn, like really long for like a hundred people sitting there. But she decks it out with the candles and the right dishes. And I, it is an experience. It looks like something out of a movie set when you finally are sitting down. And she has a very special ritual that everybody does to uh, a toast, you know, for the ranch and, and all of that. So it's, it's just really a fabulous experience. We always have fun. And thank you, Linda, if you're listening to the podcast on how we're doing. So it's just really a neat time to be there. Hi, this is Melissa, and I wanted to give a special shout out to let you know that we are now taking applicants and signing contracts for our January 2024 Touched by a Horse Equine Gestalt Coaching Program. This program is two years in length, highly comprehensive, a lot of fun, and you learn so much about yourself, about being in business for yourself, and about making a difference in the world for others. If you're interested, go to our website or reach out to our office in any way. We'll be glad to send you information on our Equine Gestalt Coaching Program. Thanks for listening. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So while I'm working, because I start at nine and end at six with all the students and then I'm tired at the end of that. What are you doing while I'm doing that? Well, I ended up, uh, I think I travel just about every day. I would go about 50 miles east and then 50 miles back home. <laughs> and then I'd go 50 miles west and then I'd go 50 miles back home. And then I'd, you know, go north and... Uh, I guess I asked yeah. a silly question. <laughs> I, I, I was not looking for geography. I was actually looking for... Like you're so good at sort of entertaining yourself and you're not a big drinker or anything. So I know you came home with a nice new shirt and I know you bought me some beautiful earrings, but like where, where were you going? Went to Lake Geneva, went to Rockford, Illinois, went to Waukegan. Wisconsin? Uh, was, no, it was uh, Illinois. Oh, okay. And uh, Didn't you go to Wisconsin? Well, that was Lake Geneva. Oh, okay. We yeah, went there yeah, together yeah. Sunday. All right. So, and, so you're, it, you you yeah. weren't you weren't really shopping, but I mean, you just find a place to eat lunch and hang yeah, out. Yeah, just sort of nice. chill out. Yeah, maybe look for a brewery or something. You know. Uh, also, uh, brought my iPad and watched uh, some rugby World Cup. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, you know. So, unfortunately, I have a bad picker as far as the teams that I want to win. <laughs> if you play rugby, you do not want him to choose your team because you will lose. So he he has a Hall of Fame for himself in rugby. He was definitely a big rugby player back in the day. And so the World Cup of rugby is a big thing in our house, and he watches every game. Do they have one more they play for the uh, World there, Cup? There's three left. Three left, oh, yeah. Lord. The semifinals and, and then the finals. Ah, uh, I see. Anyway, I don't know if you know how to watch rugby, people that are listening to me right now. It is a strange game. And I have tried for the 19 years we've been together to kind of drum up some interest in it. And I, I'm failing. I'm not a good rugby wife, but I love the fact that he loves it. Love the fact that he watches it and it, it does entertain you. He talks to himself through the whole thing like, Oh, Oh yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, and he's mumbling and talking to himself with it. But you know, that's your passion. And I think that's great. And you're doing that. Yeah. Lake Geneva. That was fun. So that was East of Linda's about a half hour, right? Uh, no, that was North. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have very good sense of geography at home, much right, less right. traveling. So it, but it's about a half hour away. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was fun. And we went to another lake. This was all after my core was over on Sunday and we flew home Monday, went to another lake. What was that one called? The, we went to Geneva and then we lake decided Como. Como, that was it. So we went there and ate at this very cool place called the Mars Cafe. It's a hundred years old. If you're ever at Lake Como, Wisconsin, uh, try the Mars Cafe. It was really, really good and such a neat place. Really it was fun. Like the Mars Supper Club or something. Mars like Supper Club. Yeah, yeah. Not a cafe. No. You're right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, right. I, I demoted it. Yeah. Elevate it right now. It's on the edge of the lake. It's very pretty. It was packed with families and locals and stuff. So it's just a, a good place to go. So it was really fun. Came home and our remodeling of our house is finally done. We're very grateful uh, to have that behind us. And the weather turned into winter and now it's turning back into spring. But I'm in the middle of our graduate program now, just in the first or second day of three weeks of it as we're speaking tonight. And one of the things that we're, we're looking at at this particular camp starts on Sunday, ends on Friday. And these are the advanced. They're all in practice, they're all graduates out with successful practices. And we're meeting up in my office, has a big area to work from. And this particular one, we're looking at um, a Gestalt philosophy of parts of self. And in my base program, the Equine Gestalt program, we begin by having the students identify the different parts and the different roles they play. So obviously some of you are maybe a mother or a father, you are a daughter or a son, you might be a employer or an employee, lots of different ways that we have roles in life. But beyond that, beyond roles and, and really to get to the meat of the gestalt of it, the concept is that you have many different parts that come together in a formation for a response to every situation that you're in. So I think of it and I teach it from a metaphor of a kaleidoscope. So you have all these different fragments of different colors of glass that are in the end of a kaleidoscope. And most kaleidoscopes have some glycerin in them and the little shards of glass float and reflect off mirrors. And it makes this really fun, ge you know, geometry puzzle at the end. But with a slight turn of the end of the kaleidoscope or a shake, it completely shifts to a different configuration. And that's much how the human personality operates as well, in that we have some part of us that is driving the bus at a certain time and other parts that come into alignment with it. And so someone may have, uh, I'll, I'll speak for myself, I have a strong teacher part. My teacher part is a part of me that takes complex topics and brings them down to a simplistic explanation so a receiver of the information can understand it. So I know that part of me. I've been a teacher for a very, very long time and I'm skilled at that and I trust that. And I bring with me, sort of with that part in the center, that part is aligned with another part that 
is my articulate one, let's say. And maybe on the other side, I have another part that is my compassionate one. So I, I care that people are learning and listening, etc. Well, we have all these different parts. And then if I'm done in my teaching role, I might have my role that goes to the barn, which is driven by my animal lover and my heart. And that's backed up with my nature girl and, and like that. So we have lots of these different parts of self and they come together. Well, in Gestalt, in the understanding of human healing and people getting over their unfinished business and coming to understand themselves with greater awareness and how they operate in the world, then the more we understand our parts of self and the more we understand what generated them, what created them, right? So my father was not the nicest person in the world, but he was an extremely accomplished professor and his students loved him and knew that he was really making the topic of things in mechanical engineering uh, clear for them. And he had many PhD students and all that. It was where he had a strength. His father was a principal. His mother was an elementary, one of the first elementary schools in the United States. So I come from this long line, right, of teachers and even before them. So that was sort of in my DNA, in my upbringing, there was never in my household a question that I would go to college. It was an assumption that I would go to college. And uh, so education has always been that important factor. So those parts of self come together for me, you know, quite easily. But looking at some of the ways in which my father was not a real good parent and was not a very fair parent with my brother and myself and was even sometimes an out of control violent parent, looking at those parts of him when they'd configure we could tell when he came through the door, right? We knew, oh boy, it's going to be one of those nights. And those parts would come together in a really difficult way for us. What I know as an adult today is all of us, when we understand and carry awareness of our parts of self, we have personal responsibility. And that personal responsibility is once I know that I have a shadow or a negative part, um, let's say that I have a judge. And so uh, I think, well, I don't want to stand in judgment of others. The responsibilities on my personal shoulders to make sure my judge remains at bay. I always say they're laying in a hammock somewhere. If I have a situation where I need to have judgment and discernment, I can always call my judge forward. But in my everyday life, it's much more positive for me if I keep my judge far, far away. And so it's my responsibility to pull the best parts of myself forward at each juncture or each time. So we're working on that this week with everybody that's here and taking Gestalt, what I say, to a holographic level, a very different level than the basics that we teach in the first course. These guys are professionals in their own right, and we're taking this work to a really, really powerful and big place. So it's it's been a big day for me, but a day that uh, it's very gratifying. You see me coming tired a lot, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Tired but happy. 
Right. You know, tired but happy for sure. You love your work. I do love my work. And you got up at four this morning and went to the government and did your work. Right. Yeah. Do, you, do you love it? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty fun. The fun part, seeing all your friends at work, right? right? That's right. it. Well, on that note, we are going to call it an early uh, podcast. We want to thank Hope Through Horses for their partial scholarship of our podcast. Very much appreciated. Please know we have a lot of different beautiful interviews coming out with some of our grads. Each one has something special to share and something exciting to share with each of you. Thank you for listening and please refer our podcast to others who you think might be interested in either personal awareness, personal growth, healing, horses, any of these topics uh, are much appreciated. And thank you to Jazz Zabatos who produces these podcasts for us. She does such a great job. Thank you all and we will say good night. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com. Or contact our office by phone at 303-440-7125. Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.